That's a big fish. Hey everybody, welcome back, episode four zero big 40 of the Bowfishing Buzz podcast presented by AMS Bowfishing and the Mega Mouth Bowfishing as well. My name is Matthew and I'm here with my good buddy, D. Schmitty. Yep, yep. I just want to throw this in there, Matt. That intro, I, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I can literally envision every single clip. Like I'm watching a, a actual video clip as that right. audio rolls through every single I, I one of them you. i can see exactly what the where the footage is from you. everything yep it's exactly. crazy it's pretty cool gives me goosebumps yeah a lot of cool <laughs> stuff in there yep so yeah everybody welcome back to the boat fishing buzz episode 40 uh we're a couple days late here but we hope you all had a great great fourth of july weekend mm-hmm. and that's why we're a little late here you were on vacation Derek, with I the was. family up north yep. at your uh, cabin and enjoying, uh, I know here in Wisconsin, we had absolutely beautiful weather. It we had a couple nice. of rain showers here and there, but yep. Yep. Um, just an absolute gorgeous weekend. We actually did have quite a bit of rain on uh, on uh, July 4th during the daytime. Yeah. I know up north, all the fireworks got canceled. That was really the only day, though. Otherwise, it was you know mid to upper 70s, yeah, sunny. It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful out. Yes, it was beautiful. So we hope you all enjoyed a, a great 4th of July weekend with your family and friends and had a good time. Uh, enjoyed some fireworks, had a few cold ones, mm-hmm. of course, uh, a lot of campfires, I'm sure. But um, yeah, we're back here at the shop now for our Boat Fishing Buzz episode 40 podcast, Schmitty. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, you wanted to talk about something here, Matt, before we get into it. Yeah, right? I just wanted to, uh, I, I am, so I, I, we planned a trip to uh, go to Delaware here in August, Derek. Yep. And um uh, of course, with my my good buddy Corey Brossman from Interlocks Ultra TV show, um, and he has a bunch of other, uh, you know, Barb TV and stuff like that. He's got a couple of his kids uh, videos out there as well mm-hmm. in the outdoors. And uh, we we made a trip with Corey. I haven't been out with Corey Bowfishing Stingrays in Delaware since probably you know going back uh, you know at least five plus years was the last time I was out there. Oh wow. So we, we hooked it up and we, we made plans. We're going to be going out there the uh, August 8th through the 10th or 11th, depending on what we all get. And uh, we, we made those plans, got it all set, uh, got everything ready to rock and roll for that. And uh, that weekend, um, <laughs> he sends me a snap, or not a snap, but a, a message on Facebook. He's like, pending new world oh record butterfly ray. <laughs> And it was like at ten thirty at night or something like that there, and um, so so he took out a uh, Jeremy Guype uh, from because Corey has the uh, Brossman Boys Bow Fishing Guide Service out there, and they took out Jeremy Guype, um, and he ended up shooting a two hundred 
and 24.54 pound butterfly ray, Derek. I, I just know just in the brief little half second I saw the picture before we came in here, it looks yeah. it looks like something that you would see on a sci-fi movie. It like is. A, like a sea That's, monster. Yeah, exactly. And um, once again, for all of you that um, don't know yet, uh, we, of course, also have this as a video podcast. Yep, yep. So we're going to be showing pictures of this. Um, I'm going to try to get a hold of Corey to see if he has any video of that or anything like that that we could use for this. But um, you can also check it out on the AMS YouTube uh, channel as well under the Bowfishing Buzz video podcast. Yep, yep. So you can see all the cool stuff that we're talking about here. Um, a lot of bow fishing action, a lot of bow fishing videos, a lot of bow fishing photos. So don't forget to check that out also for the, it's not just an audio podcast. Yeah. We, we take it a step above here, Schmitty. And I know I, I, I do like that video podcast. You had me, cause as you know, it takes a long time to edit the video portion of the podcast, especially when we're talking about an hour and a half long podcast. It takes me all day. Um, yeah. And just, uh, last time before we uploaded it to carbon TV and YouTube and whatnot, you had me just kind of scrub through on your computer, your edited portion. You said, oh, God, I've watched it so many times. I, you said, look at it. Let me know if there's anything you would change, whatever. Right. And just from a standpoint of I was not on that trip with you that we talked about, I found myself, I'm like watching it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like I was like watching it like a show or like Were a you movie. Intrigued? I was. <laughs> I was. Good. It was all footage I'd never seen before. So obviously it's going to be footage that, you know, any of our listeners, you right. guys have never seen before. Yeah. Um, it really gives a cool in-depth view, and it's like a little mini episode kind of not even mini it's an hour and a half long episode exactly. it's like a little movie about a trip yep and there's tons of awesome footage in there yeah yep. never seen never before seen footage yep yep, yep. so, so that yeah was, we, that was pretty we're cool. at the bow fishing buzz we take it a step up and not just audio podcast but awesome video podcast yeah. we want you guys to to be right in the driver's yes, seat with do. us see exactly what we're experiencing <laughs> while we're out in the field so yeah Yep. Yeah. And then also coming up here, Derek, uh, July 22nd is the Bowfishing Association of America's World's Championship. Oh, yes, that's right. And this year it's down in Opelousas. I hope I say that right. Uh, Louisiana. Um, they've got some amazing, amazing bowfishing down there. Uh, lots of fish, lots and lots of water. So, um, you know, I hope everybody has made their plans already mm -hmm. to go down there. That's in um, two weeks. Absolutely. Uh, we're not going to be able to make it this year. We've just been running around so much here. Um, so if you're going down there, safe travels to you. We hope you find lots of fish. And um, once the uh, BAA World Championships is done, we'll do a little recap of that and, yep. and uh, let you know who who won the uh, you know the numbers and the big 20s and, and, big, fish. and big fish and the weights for that. So, yeah. So that's coming up here also. Yeah. Yep. And um, But otherwise, Derek, we're going to be doing um, – oh, I got to give another shout-out. I'm sorry. I got another <laughs> shout-out right, here to, right. my, to my the, the team that I shoot with here in Wisconsin for the Wisconsin Bow Fishing Association. I got to give a little shout-out because um, I was on like an eight-weekend bow fishing, <laughs> binge, road tripping, gone, traveling. have been gone a lot. Yeah. Um, so – when I came back, the first weekend I was back, of course, there was a Wisconsin Bow Fishing Association tournament on the Mississippi River, and I called my uh, Jody Bagalki, uh, my teammate. He's kind of the captain, mm -hmm. and I said, "Hey, man, I, I told him before this. I said I'm not going to be shooting that tournament. I'm just going to be getting back from an eight weekend bow fishing trip and yeah. stuff. So I'm not going to be shooting." Yeah. So um, Noah Waltemass stepped in for me, and um, 
Got to give a hat out. Got to give a hats out to those guys. They they end up taking first place. Wow, down there That's in awesome. the Mississippi River tournament um, on certain pools. I think it was pools six, five, six, four, or something like that. Four, five, six, or something like that. But, okay. Um, but yeah, they did a great job. Trace, um, Trace Bumgart, uh, Jody Bagalki, Noel Altamath, and I don't know if I don't know who else shot. I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was Slimer yeah. or Slimer's dad. Um, but yeah, hats off to those guys for taking first place. Nice shooting, guys. You bet. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. So, what do we have in store for this week's episode? All right. So, for episode forty, Matt, we got yep. a little bit of a. It's it's not your traditional podcast. It's going to be kind of a two part podcast. The, yeah, because and I'm telling you, folks, right now, I have no idea what's going on because this morning Derek came into my office, and says, "Hey, Matt, we got to do a podcast today." I'm like, "Okay, you figure it out." So you you figured it out, yep. and you said, "Okay, I'm ready." Yep. So I'm but, going into this. As cold as you guys are, as yep. cold as the listeners are right here. So this is kind of what we got to plan. The first, and I'm ex- very excited for both parts of this. So the first oh, portion. It's a two-part. It's, it's, a two-part. A, it's a two-parter. Oh, my goodness. And each part is equally as <laughs> a magnificent as the last. All right? All right. So the first one, Matt, we're going to do a boat fishing trivia. We did a little bit of fact or fiction on a previous episode, yep. and I very yep. much enjoyed that. Okay. I know that was one of our more viewed um podcast i had a couple buddies of mine that listened to the podcast and they're like hey man i those are interesting cool. those are those are cool questions fact or cool. fiction true or false whatever bull fishing yeah. stuff so yeah. the first portion of the podcast matt what i am going to do i have 10 questions that i'm going to ask you 10 of them okay now i would encourage the listeners at home play along see how many you guys get right yeah let us know how many of these you get right now there's a couple of them on here that you guys at home two of them in specific that you guys probably won't be able to answer because they're a little they're a little bit too specific for for <laughs> listeners to get. But everything else should be very um, you know just bow fishing knowledge, fish knowledge, all kinds of stuff like that. Yep. Um, so we're gonna do the little trivia game here. All right. Which I have the list right here, and I will just be asking Matt all ten of those questions. He won't be asking me questions. It'll simply be me asking asking Matt, seeing how he does here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean this in any teasing or kidding way at all, Matt, but I would say that you probably have a, a better grasp on the sport of bull fishing and the fish involved in the sport than your average bull fisher just because you have been doing it for a long time. You've met a lot of people, done a lot of things. All right. Okay. Yep. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how you how you score here. Um, the second part of the podcast, when you and I were down in Kentucky, that whole Missouri, we were uh, ended up, I think we were in Tennessee for a little while. We were gone for those two weeks on a road trip down there. That was we, in May, wasn't it? Was that in May? Late, was it, I'm trying to think, was it I think it was May. late April late into April. May? Might, might have been late April. Oh my yeah, gosh, it was late April two into months, May. Two yeah. months ago already. Yep. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, I remember that trip. Yep. We filmed just a little segment on the boat one day. Oh, that's right. In Kentucky. Yes. And we, you guys have, have learned all about AMS as a company, where it started from. We had Cindy on the podcast. Cindy mm-hmm. talked about the, the, the upbringing of the company, how she was involved with it, her family aspect of everything. And those were all really cool. Um, and I told Matt when we were down there, I said, well, we, we haven't really ever dove into like how you and I kind of not just got started, but just about us, what we do right. here besides sit in front of this microphone for an hour and a half a week, mm-hmm. we'll, you know, so it'd be kind of cool to give the listeners maybe just a little bit of insight of what we all do There you go. here. Okay. So it's like, a, I think it's a 20 to 25 minute clip of you and I sitting on a boat, just relaxing and just kind of BSing with each other. Telling um, you guys who we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think that that'll be an interesting clip. So we're going to roll that one when we're done with the trivia here. All right. Um, and there might be a couple references in there. We probably meant to put it in the podcast right as we got home, but then 
we had so many podcasts. You were on a lot of trips. We had the Big 20, so it, it kind of got buried a little bit, but it's it's great quality footage. Um, so we'll throw that out there after we're done with the trivia game. And Sounds awesome. For everyone to enjoy. Sounds good, Schmitty. So, um, all right. You got your trivia brain on this morning, Matt? Let me put it on. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to actually, just in case you want to write down, because some of these are multiple choice, just in case oh. you want to write anything down oh. for notes or anything, there's a pen, a piece of paper. Now, notes. these are, <laughs> I got a lot of these questions, Matt, from, you gave it to me this morning, and I had to, like, grab a pallet jack to get it to my office. McLean's New Standard Fishing Encyclopedia. That's right. It is the biggest book I've probably ever held in my life. <laughs> it weighs like 30 pounds. A ton of information it, in there. Yeah, I know. yeah. You could like use it as a hammer, honestly. Yeah. It's, it's big, but it's got all kinds of stuff in there. <laughs> so I got a lot of the information from McLean's New Standard Fishing Encyclopedia. Um, all right. A couple of online sources, a couple of Schmitty's brain sources. They're just some okay. questions that I thought of. All right. So... Right. Here we go. Question number one. And what what are we call what is this called? It's just gonna be the AMS Bowfishing Buzz Trivia. That's what it's gonna be. I think it should be called the Schmitty's. Schmitty's Trivia? Schmitty's Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Schmitty's Trivia. Here we go, everybody. And if and if you guys like this, by far, you know, let us know. If if you guys got more right than what Matt did, let us know. And also, too, write in questions. If you guys have some questions, if we keep this yep. going, if we do this let every every two weeks or at mm-hmm. once a month, whatever, if you guys enjoy it, by all means. And that Heck goes yeah. with anything with the podcast. You if you guys ever want to hear anything, feel yeah. free to let us know. We're we're an open slate as far as ideas. Right. Um so with that said. All right. Let us begin question number one. Okay. Deals with the bowfin. The bowfin. Okay. Bowfin, dogfish. When bowfin eggs hatch, what length do the fry have to be before they begin to break away from the school of their brothers and sisters and begin feeding and fending for themselves? Now, I will repeat the question each Ooh, time. Boy. All right. When bowfin eggs hatch... What length do the fry have to be before they begin to break away from the school of fry and begin feeding and fending for themselves? A, two inches. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's why I got that pen there. B, four inches. Mm-hmm. C, six inches. Or D, eight inches. What would your guess be on that, Matt? I'm going to guess C, six inches. That is incorrect incorrect the correct answer is b four inches little four inches and they're out there and it it said in the book too that they're out they 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 understand their anatomy and everything they understand that they need to go and they will immediately start feeding on smaller fry of different variety and they're they're just kind of natural born killers from the time they're the size of your pinky little six inch He's giving her yeah. six-inch bowfin, man. He's going on his own. Yeah, yeah. And actually, a side note about that. Oh, my that. gosh. I've told you, Matt, about <laughs> – I've told you a couple times about a lake up north. Yes. Yeah. And it's in a county in Wisconsin that you can't bowfish. Right. Oh, my God. There are bowfin in that lake. Uh, j- they're just they're, – they're very large fish. Well, and you we, guys, did you guys catch one, didn't you? My dad yeah. tied the state record in length, but the fish was one pound my dad's fish was a pound off really? of the record. Yeah. Yep. And that's just like when we when we caught it, we're like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Like, yeah, we see him swimming in the shells all the time. That's a pretty good one. But huh. I, I swear to you, I think that the, the state record's in the lake. Not lying so, to you. So, okay, so I don't I don't know a lot about the angling records. <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't know what – is there an actual angling angling 
Is that the one you're looking at, or were you looking at alternative method record? No, which would be that was and spearing. That was fish was hook, and line. hook and line. Okay, yes. All right, gotcha. And it was caught in, the original record was in 1980. Wow, so you, you had it tied for the length? Tied but for length, but we were a pound short. Pound short. Yep, I want to say the, the record was 13 pounds, and, and Dad's was 12. Wow. Yeah, so wow. that was that was kind of cool to see yeah. that. But anyway, a couple springs ago, we saw a female bullfin, I would guess, with an orb around her. Of little, of, of little tiny, really, and you—they were so thick, Matt. You couldn't see the, the female. Really, it would, and they, oh and gosh. like you, as she would move, they would move. It was like a big amoeba. It wow. was crazy looking. It was, it was actually really cool. She came and she like stashed them under our boat, and then she, she went swimming off. I don't know to to hunt or what the deal was, but we're like, oh my gosh, that's crazy no looking. Kidding. That's crazy looking. But it those reminds me, those of, are just little shafers. Reminds me of like when you see the schools of little bullheads. Right. They're in those little balls. Yep. That's what that's exactly what it was like. Sure. Or like a school of tadpoles on shore or something oh, like man, that. That's crazy. A little six inch. Four inches is four inches. Or four is, inch. Yeah. Little bolfin on his own. Yeah. Giving her. Oh, fending wow. for himself. That's interesting. Yep. That's interesting. All right. Question number two. All right. You're familiar with the paddlefish, Matt. Yeah. Which of these paddlefish nicknames is not a term referring to the paddlefish? Which one of these paddlefish nicknames is, in a lesser sense, which one of these nicknames is not a nickname for the paddlefish? All right. right? A, the boneless cat. B, shovel nose. C, spoonbill. D, board nose. Which one of those four is not a nickname? I'm going to say B, shovel nose. Shovel nose. Is incorrect. Shovel nose is listed as a nickname for the paddlefish. The then one that's going to be A then. No, no. <laughs> you want to keep going? See if you can strike out on all of them. That's got to be D. There you go. It's D. The board nose is board not nose. is not a nickname for Shovel the paddlefish. Nose. Yep. Yeah. I was reading through this. I'm like boneless cat. What in the world? I've I've heard you guys. You know, spoonbill. You hear. But even shovel nose. That I'm not familiar with that fish being called that. No, me neither. Shovel nose. <clears throat> But yeah, board nose is uh, not a nickname for the paddlefish. We actually just had um, our our most recent upload on Carbon TV was our paddlefish trip down in Oklahoma. Yep, yep. Really Make sure that you guys be... go check that out if you mm-hmm. haven't. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm doing great. All right, question number three. Now I'm just <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna throw this out there. Very surprised about this one. All right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be talking about quillback. You're familiar with the old quillies? I always call them river darts. River darts. That's a very appropriate name for them. What is the average mortality rate of an adult quillback? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Average mortality rate of an adult quillback. A, 10%. B, 30%. C, 50%. Or D, 65%. Average mortality rate of an adult? Of an adult. And it did not specify size range necessarily of what an adult would be, but just as an adult quillback in general, what is their mortality rate? Well, I really don't see a lot of dead ones floating around. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say A, 10%. Matt, it's D. 65%. 65%. They're a very, uh, according to McLean's new standard fishing encyclopedia, they are a very fragile fish. 
And really? as fry, the mortality rate is almost 80 to 90% of fry do not survive yeah. to be I a don't juvenile. I see a lot of them floating around, I guess. 65% Maybe of adult pullback hmm. mortality rate. That one, sh- I read it. I'm like, okay, I'm putting that one in there because Matt's going to get it wrong. Yeah, I got, I, I got them all wrong so far, Schmitty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number four. Carp were introduced into the U.S. from Germany for the first time in what year? A, 1756, B, 1876, C, 1903, or D, 1956. 1876, B. Okay. How did you get that so quick? I know that one. Did you really? Yeah. Did you cover that in a a episode of something once? I I just remember talking about it. Okay. All right. Well, you nailed that one. That is correct. B, 1876 from Germany. They were introduced into North America. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isn't that? That is scary to... uh, you want to know what's even more scary about that? Oh, gosh. What? Oh, I shouldn't have said that because they were brought over by the guy that used to lead the Wild, the Game and Fish Commission. He was a president of the Game and Fish Commission. Okay. And he brought him over. <laughs> he was getting a lot of phone calls from people wanting these fish for their ponds. Yep, and that's that's what it stated as well. Yep, Aquil, uh, aquatic wild uh, vegetation, yep. like to keep that down. And they wanted them in their ponds, so he was getting a lot of phone calls, a lot of mail mailings on this. And actually, the guy that runs the, the Game and Fish, the whole Game and Fish Commission back in 1876, actually was allowed those to come over here. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's it's good because shooting them is thank awesome. You. It's you. so much fun. Yeah, but thank wow. you. Think of how that has spiraled out of control. He probably wouldn't think that people would be shooting him with bow and arrow here however many years later. That's yep. crazy. But, yeah, very good. Number four was B, 1876. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going back to the nickname portion of this because I found a couple of these very interesting. Oh, boy. This is not a multiple-choice question, so you're just going to have to be on top of this one. All right. All right. And I got a side story for this one, too. Give her. Okay. Let's hear it. Number five, the smallmouth buffalo has a variety of other nicknames. Name one. Again, the smallmouth buffalo has a variety of other nicknames. Name one. And I have three of them written down here that I will accept. Black buff. No, sir. Any other guesses? It's probably like something goofy like like uh, the paddlefish one. It's probably something goofy. I've, I've actually heard the term before, and at no point... When I heard the term, did I assume that I was like, oh, okay, they're talking about smallmouth buffalo. I can't think of nothing worth that in my head. According to McLean's Fishing Encyclopedia, the three nicknames listed are the Razorback Buffalo. Razorback. Roachback. What about Humpback? Nope, no Humpback. Okay, that's a whale. Yeah, you're a little <laughs> off there. Even though the ones you shoot do look like a whale. <laughs> but no, that is a species of whale. We've got Razorback Buffalo. Roachback and the thick-lipped buffalo. Oh, I heard that. You've heard of thick-lipped before? Yes, yes, I heard that before. Yes. All right, now I've never heard of Razorback. Let me let me bring you back to when we were on that trip that we're talking about, the Kentucky Missouri trip. Yep. We were down in Tennessee, and we went to go visit Do get Blue Bayou Resort to get our licenses. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And you asked him. You said, oh, "Are there any buffalo in this lake?" He said, "Um." 
only thing we know about are Razorback. There's Razorbacks in here. Do you remember that? Yes. Now you say that, that's correct. And I remember we got in the truck. We're like, what? What Razorback? is a Razorback? Is he talking about some kind of sucker species or something? That's correct. Isn't that crazy? I saw yes. that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. He, that's probably what he meant. Exactly. So that's a nickname for him. And down there, I'm guessing they call him Razorback. Razorback. Hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a cool one. It that's tied into that one. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. So that was number five. Number six. This is one that the viewers at home are not going to get. And if they do get it, Maybe I'm going to be a little creeped out, to Maybe be honest with you. Yeah. This is going to be a tough one. Wendy Spath <laughs> <laughs> works here at AMS Bowfishing. Yeah. She does a fantastic job doing what she does, taking all kinds of phone calls, placing orders, customer service, shipping. shipping she does yep. all kinds of stuff, and she does it fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you guys have called the shop, you've either talked to Wendy or Alyssa, who both do a fantastic job up front. Yep. You've been here for 15 years, Matt. So you you know, you know, and Wendy have worked together for a long time. Mm-hmm. What is Wendy Spaeth's middle name? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anne. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's not Anne, but it starts with the letter E. Emily. Oh, close. The correct answer is Wendy Ellen, Ellen. Spath. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're one for six so far, Matt. you got to get to know your coworkers a little bit better. I don't ask <laughs> middle names. I, I know it's Wendy Berg Spath. Yep, that's true. That I, I don't know if I'd accepted that one. No, I wouldn't have. Ellen, Ellen is the only one. All right. So, number six. I'm feeling bad now, Matt. I should have made these a little easier for you. No, this is good. Dude. No, this is good. Okay. Number seven. This is more up my alley. Okay. Megamall sponsors the podcast, correct? Yes. I do a lot of Megamall stuff in the shop, sales, marketing. We do a lot of that stuff. Yep. They're good reels. What year... It's 2022, mm-hmm. okay? What year was the first Megamouth prototype assembled? Hence, the birth of the reel. Not when we released it, not when we had final drawings and everything was set in place, but what year did Tim Marinas, mm-hmm. the developer of the reel, come up with the first prototype? I'm going to say 2015. Ooh, close. Correct answer is was it 16? 2013. 13, okay. He had a bunch of prototypes with the dates written on them, which was so smart to have that on there because yeah. looking back now, you know, it's nine years of wow. of development. And, uh, you know, we've had the reel out for about four years now, and that's just how long it hmm. takes to get something, you know, to a point where you feel confident to release it to the market. Right. We had prototypes made up back in 2013. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. It was basically more or less kind of a mocked up spinning fishing reel mm-hmm. that you would like mm-hmm. open the bale and shoot it. And the line would be restricted down to a cone area. Yes. Um, it was very, it was very basic. Um, but that was the first prototype was in 2013. Okay. We developed it for five years after that. Um, it took that long for us to be, you know, Hey, this thing's ready to rock and roll. Hmm. Let's, uh, let's, let's sell it. Um, the, so the, yeah. The reason I said 15 was because in 16, I was test shooting them. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, I took them with me on a trip to Kentucky, and I was test shooting some of the some of the prototypes. Do you remember what that looked like, Matt? Those those prototypes? They had to be pretty raw. I want to say it was red and black. Really? Yeah, it was wow. red and black. It was 
it was 3D printed yep. cones and, yep. and housings and stuff like that there. Um, but yeah, I remember test shooting one of them in Kentucky in 2016. I remember I remember you, myself, and Tim went down to Texas one year with some yep. printed ones. That was maybe mm-hmm. 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, you get a little bit, you know, that looks a little bit more like what the real looks like today. But yeah, that takes right. a long time to uh, develop something from the ground up like that. So with Benny, old Benny, down old there. BT outdoors, BT we went outdoors. down there and I missed every freaking 60 pound Buffalo. I saw that night, those couple nights. That <laughs> she was had some good buffs. There, there were some good fish in there. Those small mouths. Yeah. Razorbacks. Razorbacks. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Or hunchbacks or lynchbacks or whatever. Roachback and the thick lipped. Thick lipped. I heard the thick lipped. The thick lipped. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So that was number seven. Six. That was seven. Seven. Yep. I can't even get that right. <laughs> <laughs> number eight. Spotted gar. All right. Oh, gosh. I don't know a lot about gar. Have a lifespan of roughly how many years? Again, spotted gar have a lifespan of roughly how many years? A, 18 years. B, six years. C, 35 years. Or D, 50 plus years. And just to uh, go along with this question, as I was researching this to find, you know, what the answer was, supposedly, like, the, the Gar family has been almost unchanged for up to 100 million years. There are fossilized remains of Gar, and their evolution in the way that they are mm-hmm. has almost not changed at all. They're they're prehistoric creatures, 100%. Okay. Um, but, yeah, spotted Gar, lifespan. A, 18 years, B, 6 years, C, 35 years, or D, 50-plus years? C, 35. C, 35 years is... Incorrect. <laughs> I'm guessing. It is incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> the correct answer is A, 18, 18 years. years. Dang it. Yes, and that is very different from their cousin, the alligator gar, as they can live much longer right. and grow much bigger. Yeah. Okay. All right. Chin up, Matt. We still got this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number nine. Again, not necessarily a viewer question, but I think Matt should know it. Oh, another middle initial? No. No more No more middle initials. <laughs> no. We're going birthdays. Oh, my No, I'm just gosh. kidding. We're not, we're not doing birthdays. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. So, an AMS chaos point. Packaged point only. Okay? Not on an arrow. Mm-hmm. Is what part number in the AMS system? Just a just a point. Yes, just the point. P nine zero three. P nine zero three. Anything else you want to add to that? Well, it's a P nine zero three. P nine zero three. I will give you that. That is correct. But we do have. Oh, it's FX. Nope. P903, and then we do have the 2264 option oh, and the yeah, 516. Yeah. It is a P903. P903, I will accept that as a correct answer. <laughs> I had P903-516, yeah. but that is correct. Very yeah. good, very good, very good. Number 10. Mm-hmm. This is going to test your bow fishing buzz knowledge. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're on episode 40, okay? Yeah. So you just got to think back through 40 episodes. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Okay. Who was the first guest we ever had in studio on the AMS Bowfishing Buzz podcast? Again, who was the first guest we ever had in studio 
on the AMS Bowfishing Buzz podcast. And just to clarify, man. I know who it is. Oh, you know it already? Yeah. yeah. It was episode three. Jody Bagalki. Yes, correct. Ended on a strong note there. We had Jody. Do you remember where we did that podcast? In my office. We did it in your office mm-hmm. with not the microphone system we have now. Nope. It was a snowball mic. The snowball mic yep. on top of like an upside down tote. And we had to all sit. <laughs> we were like all leaning into this in. little baseball size microphone. Yep. Yep. That is correct, Jody Bagalki. And, and um, looking back at... When I go in and look at our stats yep. on our on our podcast, that was before we were doing a video podcast. Yep. That was yep. just a strictly audio podcast. That today yet is one of the highest um, downloaded really episodes. That's cool. That's yep. awesome. Mm-hmm. That um, Jody, I remember I remember leaving that podcast, and I leave almost every one of our podcasts thinking I remember having Jody in. Um, remember we went upstairs and took a picture for the, for the uh, yep. thumbnail. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and as, as he was walking out, I, th- I remember I turned to you, I said, that was a good one. You said that was good. Yeah. That was really, really good. Yep. That's and then that, that kind of sparked, we haven't in a while just cause we've been so darn busy, but that kind of sparked us being like, okay, we got to have people on yes. calling them in, having them right. in here. Um, mm-hmm. that kind of inspired that also. Mm-hmm. That was, that was really cool to get that. Yeah. We actually, episode three. We actually talked this morning, Derek, that our next podcast we need to have do another call or yeah. get a hold of somebody yep. for our next one so yep, hopefully on episode 41 we'll be talking with somebody um, yeah we'll get someone on the phone get someone on the phone and and hear their story about bow fishing yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. all right so that wraps up the podcast trivia questions section one yeah episode one of that or yeah section one first time we did it <laughs> um matt ended with a score of three out of ten. Ooh, i failed <laughs> <laughs> so if any of you guys scored higher than three out of 10, let us know. Let Matt know, especially. Um, and maybe, you know, if you guys enjoyed that, we can uh, we can do that more in the future. And you guys can write in some questions, too. That'd be kind of cool to, to have viewer questions to, to ask and really test test our knowledge. That would be kind of mm-hmm. a cool little segment that we could throw in there. Mm-hmm. So well done, Matt. Thank you for participating. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. So I think now, Matt, what we're going to do is we'll go straight from this trivia. We're going to roll in that clip of us talking on the yep. boat there we're gonna roll back a couple months here and um let you all hear about how we kind of got started in in ams bow fishing here yeah. and you can kind of hear our story of how we got going on like i said this was filmed while we were on kentucky lake yep and um there's also be a video of that on our video podcast as well Derek. but yeah we can roll into that and once that's done we will be right back here in the bow fishing buzz podcast studio giving you a sign off so Enjoy this little segment right yeah. here. Yep. All right, guys. So we're down here in Kentucky. Matt, the fishing has not been hot and heavy yet. No, not yet. Yet. We're hoping it picks up. Yeah. Yep. And we mm-hmm. know that you guys are listening to the podcast. Last episode, we uh, had Cindy Brown, owner of AMS, on the podcast. And yep. she just kind of gave us the history uh, of AMS Bowfishing and how it got started, how she got started. And we were kind of thinking, I think our first episode was, who is AMS Bowfishing? We just kind of explained the company. Um, but everyone who tunes into listen, you guys don't know much about the history of your hosts, Matt and myself. So we're just thinking here, we're in a beautiful, beautiful I was say backdrop. D. Schmitty. Oh, I'm D. sorry. They that's, don't that's, know. I can't refer to myself as D. Schmitty. <laughs> you could say D. Schmitty. Okay. I'll third refer to myself as D. Schmitty in the third person. <laughs> you don't know much about D. Schmitty and there Matt. Um, <laughs> we're just going to walk you guys through how we started at AMS, what we were doing, and just kind of give you guys a little bit of a behind-the-scenes view of uh, what these two idiots that get behind a microphone every other week 
uh, how we started. So Matt, why don't you kick it off here? What, when did you start? What were you doing when you started? Just any little stories or anything that you remember back when you started working here in the 1950s? Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something about that. <laughs> Actually, it was 15 years. 15 years ago. Almost okay. to go to this date right here, a couple of weeks. Is April your anniversary month? April is my anniversary month, okay. 15 years at AMS Bowfishing. Wow. Um, you know, I was going bowfishing back in the late 80s, middle 80s and stuff. And it probably wasn't crazy popular back no, then. No, not at all, not yeah. at all. The only time I was going bow fishing is when the carp were spawning on the sure. local flowage right there that we lived on, yep. you know. Yep. We'd go out there and crappie fishing and walleye fishing and we'd see the carp spawning so we'd run back and grab our grab a bow and an arrow and go out there and shoot them. Mm -hmm. You know, that was that was it. And once that was done, <laughs> the bow fishing gear went away and that was it. Sure. Until the next year. When you guys would go grab the bow fishing stuff, was it AMS equipment that you were using? Not at first. Not at first? Okay. No. At first we were actually just grabbing our Bow hunting bows yep. and an arrow. Really? And shooting them and then chasing down our arrows. Okay. And having our arrows. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as advanced back then. No, but then I did actually get a AMS retriever and I put it on one of my bow hunting bows that I wasn't using anymore. Mm -hmm. And like I said, a couple days out of the year and that was it. We were done. Sure. When the spawn was done, we were done bow fishing. Yep. Um, so I've been bow fishing, you know, since the middle 80s. Um, and actually, I went out with uh, Jeff Brown, the VP of AMS Bowfishing, a couple times yeah. on the local flowage there. How did you guys know each other? We knew each other because my wife, before we were married, her and Cindy, Jeff's oh, wife, yeah. okay. were really good friends. I'm saying that. Um, in fact, they each stood up at each other's wedding. Oh, wow. And, um, and that's how I knew Jeff and Cindy, was because of my wife. Sure. At the time, we weren't married. Sure, right? yeah. Um, when we, once we, Julie and I did get married, my wife was actually doing some work for AMS Bowfishing at home. So Julie was there before you were? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. yep. She was putting together, um, she was packing AMS safety side kits and stuff like that. She was packaging them up and the boxing them up in there. Yeah. And, um, one day she, she came home and she was like, man, she says, Cindy's, they're, they're really busy. You know, they could actually use some, some help. She said, yeah. they're really busy. You're looking at hiring some people. And I'm like, ding, ding. <laughs> I was like, dude, I should apply for that. Because I, at that time I was in sales. Mm -hmm. I was working uh, car sales and um, long hours, weekends. I was driving 45 minutes one way. Oh, really? Yeah, getting home late at night. Um, I loved it. I had a good time doing that. Sure. But when an opportunity comes up to be in the outdoor industry, in the outdoors, which I loved way before I started working at Amos Bow Fishing, yeah. I loved the outdoors, rabbit hunting, deer hunting, pheasant hunting, grouse hunting, fishing. Oh, and that's funny because I think on our way up here, I asked you, you were you wanted to be a game warden. That's what I went to school for. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, yeah. That's, that desire has always been there to be right. in the outdoors. Absolutely. So when the opportunity came, I went, you know, over there and filled out an application and they, they called me back in a week and said, we'd like to interview you and stuff. And mm -hmm. like I said, I had known them a little bit. You sure. know, I went bow fishing with them and stuff like that there. And and um, went in for my interview and they are like, yeah, we'd like to hire you. <laughs> so I gave a two-week notice at car sales and the rest is history. I've been at AMS ever since. Really? Yeah. That's, so yep. when you first started at AMS, what were you doing? When you What was your what was your daily routine when you'd go into work? Was when it I like production work and building stuff? A lot of production work. 
and I was doing a lot of testing. Okay. I would, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Back in the day, we were testing the AMS safety slides, uh, the materials on them, and I had to take an old 75 pound draw weight Martin, Whoa. I think it was like a Martin Lynx. 75 pounds, wow. And I had to go back and shoot that thing for hours and test the slides to see if they would break and how really? they were holding up. And I had to mark down how many shots. And each slide has a cavity that they come out of. So I had to mark like cavity A, you know, how many okay. shots, cavity B. And I would do that for hours on end, just drawing that big old bow back and shooting it and seeing what, seeing what, pump, what they could take before sure. they would break, you yeah. know. And I, I don't remember breaking any. But that was one of the things I did, a lot of testing. Um, and then I was also the videographer back then. Sydney and Jeff were going on trips, and I would go and film them and take pictures. Sure. And um, I did that for a couple years. And then I also was working in the office, answering the phone, um, answering questions, writing sales orders, shipping in UPS. A little bit of everything. I, I, we were doing everything, yeah. yeah building arrows, uh, gluing on the points back at that time. And um, like it was our second year. We came down here to Kentucky for the Campbell's Challenge. And um, that's the first time I met Dennis Redden. Oh, wow. And Dennis Redden took Jeff and Cindy out bow fishing for big heads. And I was filming. Yep. And um, halfway through the night, Jeff or Cindy said, Matt, you want to come down and shoot? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah heck yeah. Yeah. So I, I jumped down and I, I started shooting big heads. And I would get excited when I would shoot a fish. Mm -hmm. And I'd shoot a fish and I'd be like, oh. You know, and you go down the deck, and I'd be looking up at the camera, and I'd be talking to the camera, and I'm pulling on that big old big, and I'd lift that. Oh, man, look at here, look at this big old big, and I was all jacked up and stuff, and I was excited about it. And <clears throat> I think when that happened, Jeff and Cindy saw me, the excitement and the passion, the, the passion for the sport of bow fishing. It was like, ever since that little moment right there, I was kind of like. Now you're in front of the camera. In front of the camera. There's a guy right there. See it? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, he's gone. He's went right at the boat. There, that's a legit <laughs> live interview right there. I'm gonna make funny my polarized glasses on so I can see some fish. Grab <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Rudely yeah. interrupted. That's all right. We like to be interrupted by fish. Yeah. 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 So then I was kind of in the camera, and then of course, then from there, just went into public relations and into you know quality control stuff like that i can see him swimming way back there <laughs> swimming away <laughs> lucky yeah lucky. yeah but it's been one heck of a ride you know trade shows um tournaments you know traveling and shooting on different bodies of water is one of my real passions yeah you've been all I over love. the place yeah i've been quite a few places yeah shot a lot of fish in a lot of different states i should actually try to look and see how many states i've actually shot a fish in it's, it's just be kind of neat to to see how many states I've traveled to and shot fish, and how many out-of-state licenses I have bought yeah. over the last 15 years. Yeah, but it's been a, it's been a fun ride, and one of the things that has been the most enjoyable, Derek, about you know all these 15 years and all the the big fish and all that stuff are all great and stuff. But man, it's the the memories of meeting so many people, people. that I I mean my that gosh, you're still close with today. Yeah, absolutely. That I would have never met if I hadn't been working at AMS. Is the people that I have met at tournaments you know at trade shows sure at youth events you know um that's been a real joy to me and like i said i've got a lot of awesome friends the bovishing community is awesome i love it and um yeah i love what i'm doing that's cool
Yep. That's a that's, that's you can't ask for much more of a. I mean, that's a really cool start to a career. <laughs> yeah. Now you're yep. doing it now still. Right. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I remember when you started uh -huh. working at AMS Bullfishing. Yep. That was June of 2015. Was the the month and date. 2015. Yep. So I've been here, been at AMS for seven years. Uh, I went to school with Jeff and Cindy's oldest son Sawyer yep. and we were good friends all through school and uh, a couple times when we were young Jeff and Cindy took me out bull fishing and I just remember thinking oh my gosh this is crazy this is crazy and I remember the first two times I went I didn't shoot a fish and I still I was like oh my gosh this still is awesome. this is amazing yeah. this is yeah. amazing so get to high school my junior year I started working at Fleet Farm yep Yep. In Marshfield, sporting goods. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to people about hunting and fishing, and it was really cool. But, you know, I just, just kind of wanted something a little bit closer. I was still going to school, so I wasn't getting a lot of hours. And uh, I remember I wrote Cindy a letter, a handwritten letter. Really? Yeah. Yep. I mailed it to her, and she had put an email address in there, and she emailed me back that she wanted to have me come in and interview. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is this is crazy. <laughs> I'll never forget, I, I went in there dressed amazingly. <laughs> and I went into Jeff's office, and uh, I was all ready for like an honest to god job interview. You probably thought you were some type of salesman coming here to sell some product the way you were all dressed. So, so I, I sit down, and, and Jeff goes, It was a Monday. It was a Monday. I remember that. I, I go in there, and, and Jeff goes, So could you start today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just nailed that interview. Holy cow. Me being dressed up must have really just tipped the scales. But I said, Absolutely. So I remember I was out there my first day. Uh, and I was production that whole summer, building arrow, gluing knocks on arrows. Yep. I did that. that. A, I did that for yeah. weeks on end. And I remember yep. after that, then I got moved over to the barbing machine, putting barbs on chaos points. And I remember doing the same thing for ten, nine, ten hours a day, and just not ever being sick of doing it, mm -hmm. just because it was something to do, you know, with the outdoor industry. So I put in my two week notice at Fleet, and I started working there in that summer. And I was still going to school, but I. Jeff and Cindy let me come in after school. I did a yeah. youth apprenticeship program yep. through yep. there. Yep. Um, I remember that first summer that I started, maybe there a month. I'm out there barbing tips listening to sports talk radio. And Jeff taps me on the shoulder and yeah, he asked me to go in his office. Okay. So I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'd known Jeff for a long time. Jeff and Cindy are great people. And I went in there and he shut the door. And I'm like, oh my oh, gosh, oh. did I screw something up bad? Am I about to be fired? Not even a month in. And he sits down and and I'm I'm just sweating bullets. And he goes, Derek. And I'm expecting to be let go. Like I'm just, I didn't know what was gonna happen next. And he said, Cindy and I are gonna go hunting elk and we need someone to mow the lawn here at the shop. <laughs> he said, Would you would you do that? I said, you yeah, betcha. man. I'm the lawnmower man. You betcha. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I, I just remember that first story. But then ever since then, I, I stayed on through through high school. I went to two years at NTC marketing yep. degree, and they let me still work while I was going to school. And now we're doing what we're doing now. Right. I do a lot of the shop stuff. Um, Megamouth has become a, a big part of just my everyday routine there at the right. shop. And it's mm -hmm. just, it's really cool to see, I mean, you've, you've been there more than double the time, but it's really cool to see what it was like when I first started compared to where it is now. We're always making progress. And uh, like you said, it's just, I can't believe it's been that long. Right. It seems like it's been right. too fun to, to yep. be that long. I can't believe how fast the years fly by. 
but yeah, it's it's been it's been fantastic. I uh, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. Right. It's one really thing cool. that's one thing that's cool, Derek, is I actually got to see your progress through through you know mm-hmm. shop and how everything works. Yep. I got to see your progress in there, you know, from you coming in there after school and working for a couple hours, and then you know then going to school and then stay keep working there and then coming on full time on there. Yep. And you kind of kind of coming through the ranks. I remember you just strictly working production yep. and, oh, yeah. and that's all, you know, building reels and building arrows and this stuff and then slowly working your way up and now to where now you're actually assigning people jobs out there in production. Yep. You're going out there in production as well, but you're handling a lot of that type of stuff out there in the in the shop and you're you're um you know doing a lot of manufacturing orders out there and you're closing them at the end of the days and stuff like that as well yep. and um, checking sales orders to make sure that we have enough product on the shelves so that the shipping can ship that stuff all right. out so it's been kind of cool to see how you you've come up and through and, and worked your way you know through the the deal and one of the things that's always I thought what was great about you is your your personality you're good with people you got good people skills yeah. you know to where you can tell people what to do and they'll listen to you mm-hmm. uh, you're always in a good mood you're you're never and you never come in grumpy or mad. You don't talk to people. You're always in a good mood. So it's kind of been fun to see your growth yeah. through the the AMS you know shop there from when you first started working there to where you are now. Yeah. I mean, and now look at where you are. You're out in Kentucky Lake on a trip. Beautiful. You know? yeah. And actually, from here we have to go to. We're going to be here for five, six days, whatever it is. And then from here we have to go down to Springfield, Missouri for the Bass Pro U.S. Open. Yep. And we'll bounce around from here uh, right. on our way over there too. Yep. But um. But yeah, I think just uh, you 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 said it with all the people you get to meet. The best part of the job is, in my opinion, is yeah the people. Yeah, <laughs> I love everyone back at the shop. I it's really cool going somewhere every day where you're looking forward to going to work. Right, that's kind of cool. Yep. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that did. A, I think that's a pretty good little deal on just giving everyone a little bit of a behind the scenes look on. Right, and then like I said, we started the podcast four years ago. Oh now is God, it? Yes, yeah, four years ago. That. We started the podcast, and it's just something that we've done just uh, because there was nothing out there. There was one podcast out there on bow fishing and stuff like that there, um, but we wanted to join that podcast group because, you you know, podcasting is a, bit, is a kind of a, a large growing oh, yeah. deal out there where people are listening to a lot of podcasts, and we're like, well, we can kind of add to this community with the bow fishing buzz, so mm-hmm. we thought, let's let's put one together, and it's been a lot of fun. It has, absolutely. A lot, a lot of cool of people we've had on the podcast yeah yep and i'm really looking forward to what it holds down the future as far as how the podcast goes and and the people that we get to talk to on there as mm-hmm. well you know um so it's been it's been a fun journey yeah no doubt about that it's been fun talking to the people out there and i hope they enjoy the podcast yep you know um we're always on the water trying to do something fun we're always trying to create things um in fact i've got something an idea that i want to do but we just need the fish to cooperate <laughs> <laughs> that's our next that's our next order here is find some fish yeah yeah so uh we've got some warmer weather morning in but um that's kind of how we started ams yep. and we just thought it'd be interesting for you the listeners to kind of hear of where your your djs yeah is that what you call us a dj djs i guess would that be like a DJ? hosts Host? djs yeah the people that you hear listen to yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so oh, yeah. we got started in the sport of bow fishing mm-hmm. yeah and hopefully we have a lot of it in our future, too. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that was just kind of a little, we just kind of thought of the idea while we're floating around out here. So hopefully you guys took a little bit away from it. And uh, I guess from here then, when you listen to this audio and video, we'll get back to our normally scheduled Bowfishing Buzz podcast. Hopefully we have, we have some 
fish to show them also. I hope that that is also included, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. We actually started way back there by them trees, and look at, we drifted. We're drifting. Yep. We're way back over there by them trees. We must have been talking for a long time. Yeah, you like to talk a lot. Oh, coming from you, yeah, okay. <laughs> yep. So that's it yep. from the Bowfishing Buzz. Yep. D. Schmitty and myself, Matt. All right, let's get back. Let's go try to find some fish. Now. All right, let's go. Okay. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back live right now here in the Bowfishing Buzz podcast. Yep. And um, we hope you enjoyed that little clip there. It's kind of interesting to yeah. hear that. Uh, it's too good not to use. Going. Yeah, so we, we hope you enjoyed that little segment right there. But um, what do we got, uh, Schmitty, for this week's uh, little product highlight? We got What do we got here, Schmitty? So product highlight we always are highlighting obviously products that we sell here at ams and that is a very fun thing to do we mm -hmm. like to try to tie them into um you know our last podcast we we're talking about that big old big head that you that you shot down there uh down in kentucky and now it's it's kind of like um we have a product that is a little bit we don't necessarily sell them here at ams nope. but at the same time it is a very important asset to uh, what we do here as far as letting us go on trips and whatnot um so we would just like to, and you you can you can dive deeper in depth, Matt. But the boat yes. that we have, we don't have it, we don't sell it. It's not necessarily a product, I know, but we're just going to highlight as far as the boat, how it was built. Um, so why don't you take that away, Matt? Yep, uh, the boat that we have here at AMS now. We used to have uh, three boats at one time. We had an <laughs> old F and F, which was awesome. It, it did great for a couple of years. We a lot had, of trips you know, in that boat. A lot of trips in that boat. We had the Oquaka, which was made in. Um, down in uh, the middle part of, or the middle, the middle east part or west part of uh, Illinois, okay, on the Mississippi River, Oquaka. Um, big boat, big strong, heavy boat, more of a big lake boat. Yeah. Um, and uh, the last boat build that we had here was uh, a John's Custom Bow Fishing Boats, um, made right here in Central Wisconsin by John Hubel. Yeah. And um, can't say uh, John. Used to work at the Ford dealership here in uh, central Wisconsin, and he started to build boats on the side. You know, what a thing to build on the side big bow fishing boats. Yep. And, 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 um, you know, in his garage there. And, um, so he started building them, and then people would say, Hey, can you build me a boat, John? Can you build me a boat? And now he, he, he eventually had to quit his job at VH Ford because he was just so busy. Yep. And, um, you know that's what that's what John does. He builds John's custom bow fishing boats, however you want them made. Um, you know, kicker rigs, fans, globes, air boats, troller boats, sixteen foot, eighteen foot, twenty six foot, twenty four foot. You know, seventy two wide. Whatever you want. Yeah. Yep. He will do it. Um, he can build up just a hull, and uh, you finished it. He can do it from. Start to turn key, however you want it done. Um, but, yeah, I mean, John is a great guy. Uh, I take him on some of my boat fishing trips. I love to have him along in the boat because he's just a, so handy. He can oh, yeah. fix anything, yep. you know. Great guy. Great guy. And um, he's really busy. He does a lot of awesome stuff with the boat fishing boats. So, yeah, I mean, it's we need to have our boat with us, you know, it travels a lot. It's on the water a lot. Yep. Um, and it has handled everything awesome. You know, um, John does a great job. So 
I guess that's our product highlight this week is um, John's custom bow fishing boats right up here in central Wisconsin. Yeah. And you said he's got a Facebook page, Matt, if, if people are interested in contacting that's him. How you, can get a hold. you can either call us here at the AMS shop and we can get you that information. Otherwise, you can go to John's Custom Bow Fishing Boats on Facebook and you can give him a message that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just a little side note about John, too. It seems like it's once a month. All of a sudden, John will show up here at the shop. Oh, yeah. No reason to be here. He'll just show up, yep. and he's always got donuts or brownies or some little goodie, and he walks through the shop, and he gives them to every single worker <laughs> yep. in the AMS shop, and that yep. goes that goes such a long way mm-hmm. with, with people who don't necessarily know him. He's just a really nice guy. He does amazing quality work, and I just, you know, you wouldn't think of it as being such a big deal, but it's it's just so kind and nice that he it does is. that yeah. so often. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, huge shout-out to you, John. That's that's really cool you that, you, that you do that for us. That's so. an awesome job. I guess that's our cue, Schmitty. Yep, you know what that means. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Bow Fishing Buzz Podcast, presented by AMS Bow Fishing and Mega Mouth Bow Fishing as well. That's right. Get on the water, baby. Absolutely. Get out there and have some fun. Shoot some fishies with your family and friends, your girlfriend, your wifey. You gotta love it, baby. Bow fishing from all of us. AMS Bow Fishing. Remember, aim low, think big. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>